0: shrimp, bone broth, and a demon ATSD. This is Concord Dawn, Episode 4 on Chapter 4 Sanctuary. I'm Devin Green, your host for this week, brought to you by my other co-host, Steve Carley. Hey, buddy. Hey,
1: what's going on, man?
0: what's going on are you ready to talk about chapter four of the mandalorian
1: i am prepared to are talk you sure? about that. uh well do yeah. you want to do you want
0: to stop and then maybe <laughs> i don't know do some other things and maybe we'll bring it back
1: no well, we'll, we'll let's let's get to it right now all
0: right let's talk about it buddy so this is chapter four sanctuary we start off The mandalorian is in the razor crest with our america's favorite baby yettle
1: we don't know his name yet it, uh, it just that's so dumb i mean whatever all right whatever <laughs> we
0: need, Need to name the damn baby. I know. But they're um, they're approaching a planet called Sorgon that the Mandalorian realizes is probably a good spot for him, as there's not a lot of life forms there, there's not a lot going on there, it's pretty desolate. So he probably figures for hiding. Yeah. Right. He figures let's uh, let's hide out here, and uh, you know says we can stretch our legs for a little bit. Meanwhile. Yiddle's pushing his buttons literally and figuratively. Um, Do,
1: doing kid stuff, even though he's, what, 50-something years old? He's 50 years old. 50 years Doesn't old. Doesn't act like it, No,
0: to be honest. How so, old was Yoda again? Yoda was 900 when he died. 900, okay. So he's got a, he's got a ways to go. <laughs> I don't know if, like, say every 100 years is like 10
1: human years. Sure.
0: That's kind of how, like, you know, the Yoda would be like a 90-year-old man when he
1: died. Yeah, but fifty at fifty seems right. way old, right? I mean I feel like it's gotta be like twenty or something. I don't know. Yeah, um,
0: but anyway, they're they're approaching the planet Sorgan. Before that, though, we do see the uh the electric blue shrimp in the water. That's what we start off with. Right. And uh there's a little settlement, a little peaceful settlement. You can tell it's peaceful because the acoustic guitar music is playing. It's very nice. <laughs> yeah. Little do we know their day's about to be ruined by some raiders who come in, buddy, they're taking the shrimp.
1: Clat cl- raiders?
0: Yeah, they're Clatoonian. Clatoon. That's uh Okay. They're from re- you see them in Return of the Jedi. There's some of like Jabba's thugs that are Okay around. Um so once again that's a nice callback. I like that they're reusing alien species that we know of. But they're they're causing trouble, man.
1: They're, Ruckus. They're
0: stealing shrimp, and that's that's a punishable offense. <laughs> they must be offense. damn
1: good shrimp, honestly. Yeah,
0: I mean they were like electric blue. Shrimp. Well, in the in the show they're called krill. So keep that in mind. Don't call them shrimp ever again.
1: Well, krill already exist. There's yeah. already krill. <laughs> well, we got whales krill. eat them.
0: Uh, anyway, right. so the the we see later on the razor crest fly over the village. And for some reason, they're like, "Hey, that's that's a ship." Well, I wonder how
1: often they see that. Right, that's a good I point. Assu- you assume that point. it's just they haven't seen that in a while because, like Mando said himself, it's a good place to hide.
0: Right, I hadn't thought of that. That's a good point mm-hmm. that they probably just, they probably that's just don't here. see a lot of people since Mando himself said that it's a pretty desolate area. Mm-hmm. So. Makes they you land. wonder who
1: else is, is hiding there, which is probably, don't think too deep into that, but it, just, it makes you wonder. But I <laughs> right, I don't,
0: don't, don't question us on it. No. Um, the Razor Crest lands. Mandalorian's like, why don't you stay here, Yiddle? I'm going to go check things out. <laughs> is he going be to behave, though? though?
1: Is he going to listen to him, though? No.
0: So we see the, uh, the hatch of the ship open up, and we see Yiddle there. He's along for the ride. So Mandalorian's like, all right, you're coming with me. They're walking in the woods. You see Yiddle walking. It's very cute. And then they end up at some tavern yeah. on the planet, which is cool. It's a
1: like planet- I would call it an interplanetary tavern. There you go. There you go. I thank like you. uh thank you.
0: I like how primitive it all is. Like everything's kind of just like made of wood and
1: Yeah. Yeah. It just looks... it, it, it just reminds me of all the technology in this universe where it's like old and shitty and yet futuristic. Right. It's like, like a nice even, mixture of old and new. I like even
0: that. on the farm I didn't really get into that, but like you know, it's it's a farm, and they don't really have high tech equipment. But you still have like droids. Yeah, they those so really cool looking droids yeah, working the fields. I thought that was a
1: cool touch. Hoping that's to have a coup going on there. Don't right. realize what they're doing. Yeah, that's good. So
0: they enter the tavern. Uh, a fun little throwback Easter egg. If you watch Star Wars Rebels, which I'm actually I'm finishing up with the fourth season on oh nice very good show if you haven't watched it you should probably check it out steve
1: yeah damn it you're right I have, say, I have you know, i'll tell Plus. you the first
0: couple seasons are a little rough but then it really picks up in the end a lot of shows, but anyway yeah. what i wanted to say is we see a loath cat which is kind of cool um just another connection to like the Dave filoni stuff
1: not a very inspired name but <laughs> well they're from Lothal,
0: so okay right. cats okay but it's funny because I never Oh, liked... loath
1: cat. Yeah, I'm thinking like loathful, you know, like a, like a, like a cat loaf, like how they have the memes you see. I'm <laughs> As like, they oh, usually it's... are, yeah. Okay, um, loath cat. Oh, that's better. Okay, I never. I take back what I which said. Which
0: is funny, just because watching the show, I never really liked that design because mm-hmm. I always thought it looked cartoonish and just like didn't. Does it
1: look better or worse in 3D? I I thought they
0: did a good job at making it look real, like bringing it to a live-action I mean, I can't say I
1: I agree with it hissing at my boy, but, you know.
0: Right, but it it hissed at Yiddle, but (laughs) that's just a cool way to introduce it to the live-action stuff. Um, So Mando and Yiddle, they go to a table where there's like a waitress type woman
1: the barkeep sure
0: and she's like what do you guys want he just wants bone broth for a boy
1: which doesn't sound great i mean i like the broth part of it i don't know if i like the idea of bone broth but hey i I think
0: it's a it's a safe choice for a baby, a baby you don't know much about. Oh well, yeah, I mean you know bone it broth sit It's We well, can sip that. He's getting his vitamins. Getting his protein. In. That's right. He's not having too much sugar.
1: Devin, we, we this is the first time we meet someone new here in this world. In That's this right. episode, I should say. Uh, we see Cara Dune. Cara Dune. Now, forgive me. Is my as we sure. all know here, my memory's trash. <laughs> does she Did she introduce herself as Cara Dune? I'm assuming she does. Yeah. Okay. Um Or is it Cara so Dune? There's like. They have suspicions of each other. It seems like mm-hmm. where, well, it just seems like I mean, not that they have any history, but they may have history with the, each other's kind. Sure, to say um, that was that was what I gathered from that. Because obviously, that she's eyeing him, yeah.
0: and he's eyeing her, and she knows that he's a bounty hunter. So, even the Mandalorian asks the waitress, the the barkeep, you know, what's up with that woman? And she mentioned that she'd been here for a little while, but not you know, kind of keeping her head down, not really causing much issue, and then we see her gone when it kind of cuts back to that angle that we would see her at the table. She's mm-hmm. gone now. So classic maneuver. <laughs> so Mandalorian goes out. Uh, once again, we, we get to see some more cool stuff on his helmet where you see like the infrared
1: again, it's a mix of all the new technology. Right. Cause like, like it, it, doesn't it doesn't look get...
0: great. It's like very grainy and just, it's but not we see, vintage, um... but it,
1: like it's a vintage, it's future, future vintage,
0: but we get to see that footage he can, uh, you know, detect, Footprints, footprints which makes sense as a bounty hunter,
1: right? I guess may, you know, right? makes sense. It's cool, it's maybe, it makes sense.
0: So I thought it was kind of cool how you see him stop, and then right when they stop, that's when she kind of lunges at him. Mm-hmm. Fight ensues. Um, for those that don't know, Cara Dune is played by Gia Carano. Gina, Gina Carano, Carano yeah. who is an MMA fighter, or was an MMA fighter turned actress. So it was probably really fun for her just to be able to do some fighting stuff yeah. on set. Which <laughs> brings me to a point that has always kind of bugged me with star wars stuff um they do it a lot in rebels which is like you punch somebody in the face who's wearing a helmet and they go down as easily as they would be without the helmet i didn't which, think about
1: that at all but you're right that's which a good that point. kind of
0: bugs me because what's the point of the helmet then
1: yeah that's like true. a
0: lot of the time in rebels they will like take stormtroopers and like bang their heads together and they get knocked out but like I feel like at most that should be like a minor inconvenience to their day, and like maybe yeah. an ow that kind of hurt.
1: If it's like a Wookiee doing it, maybe give you a little concussion or something. Right. But other than that, no, nah, because he was point. taking
0: some shots to the face, I mean like punches to the face, yeah. and uh, you know he'd go down from it, and it just seems like you know it's Best Car Steel, and it seems like that should hurt her more than him, but yeah. I guess she's just a really good fighter.
1: I do not think about that. Um, well, she is Gina Carano, right?
0: So the fight goes on for a, a few, a minute or two ends in a draw where they're both draw their blasters on each other. And then
1: the, Yiddel, the meme, the meme moment of the episode, the,
0: the meme, that would be a good, like a meme moment.
1: That's our, there's one every episode, man. Thanks to the asterisk. The it, meme moment, it um, usually involves Yiddle.
0: right? Where we see Yiddle kind of just standing off in the side. He's wearing his like cute little, like blankety
1: robe. I wish I could see what's underneath thing. there in, and a weird, uh, in a not weird way though. Oh, you don't want to
0: know. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I guess all I don't like I'm going to do. Uh, he's just kind of there sipping his bone broth and, um uh, observing. I think at that point, maybe Cara Dune realizes that the Mandalorian's not really there to bu- bug her as much right. as Right, like, she's not the target here. Right. So he's even like, you want some soup? So they're talking and uh, we learn a little bit about her backstory. She's a rebel shock trooper.
1: Is Broth a soup? Yeah. Okay.
0: No, Broth is like you simmer the bones yeah. and then, like the bones give off the flavor
1: cuz 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 sipping on bone broth but yes yes if she wants soup i mean soup.
0: broth is soup okay. it's like a base you know with, like you're having chicken noodle soup it's broth. Oh yeah oh yeah i just wanted so, to get it kind
1: of you know in this universe
0: this is where we teach uh, cooking and star wars to steve <laughs> please do yeah, so so hungry um yeah so we learn that she's a rebel shock trooper and i think she said that she was involved in the battle of endor which takes place at the end of Return of the Jedi, that's when the Death Star explodes around the battle I mean they're on Endor the Planet.
1: Also great name.
0: Great name. Um but then we learn that like afterward she had been hunting down like fleeing imperial officers, and that's kinda cool. It reminds you of like old Nazi hunters back in yeah back like after that. the World War Two. That's like the best II. kind
1: of like bounty hunters, like, yeah. Which, funny down enough, like that Nazis. would that in
0: itself would be a cool series. That would be cool, like Inglorious Bastards meet Star Wars.
1: I would not. Well, I'm not going to say I wouldn't be surprised <laughs> if they gave her her own series, but they certainly could. Like right, you said it they have this plenty of make upable backstory for that. I would watch that.
0: So anyway, they kind of they're chit chatting and then they kind of part ways. You know, like she's the one that says, you know, like I was here first because they're they're both obviously evading bounties, and she's like, I was here first, so you got to go. We cut to. Fair enough mando boy and baby Yiddle, they're at the razor crest at night we see a cart come in that's driven by an astromech droid and it's two of the villagers from that settlement basically they're like hey mando we need your help you're a mandalorian you can fight off
1: it's what you do you can fight
0: off these raiders for us and the mando says well i'm not a mercenary so get lost they've got credits though steve
1: (laughs) they do well they don't have a lot that's the problem
0: They've got credits, but not a lot. So Mando, you know, he's basically not interested. And then they kind of mention, well, hey, we're in the middle of nowhere. And he's like, did I just hear you say middle of nowhere?
1: (laughs) Did I I hear you say a place I can lay low for a bit?
0: So realizing that, that he can take it all there and they can be safe. He agrees to help and he finds Cara Dune. He's like, Cara Dune, we got to go help these people for lunch money.
1: Yes. And, her words. Uh, her words.
0: So they go. They take the long trip to the settlement. Again, and, the uh,
1: acoustic guitar letting you once, know that it's very peaceful. Very midsummer. Once again, like. that
0: midsummer acoustic guitar. Yeah. Feels very uh, midsummer. Feels very peaceful there.
1: Immediately, the children take to Baby Yittle, <clears throat> probably because anybody would take to Baby Yittle. Right. I think any well. of
0: us would probably flock right to him. Yeah. Um. Mando and Yiddle are taken to a little hut where they meet Omera and her daughter Winta, baby Yiddles in a crib, and it's just very cute.
1: <laughs> um, yes. Yeah, that's a cute thing. It just it just it just blows me away that Disney could create something like this, and yet they don't. They're not able to. I I I'm not sure if I told you or if you'd learned yet that they aren't aren't going to be able to supply the world with. Uh, with merchandising for it until, like, after the holidays. Right,
0: which makes sense, I guess, just to avoid spoilers and everything. But I feel like at this point you kind of have to have lived under a rock. I mean, I've got a lot of friends who aren't into Star Wars who have hit me up, they're like, all right, what's the deal with this baby Yoda guy?
1: Well, I think a lot of it's just, I mean, the supply is, the, the, the demand is so freaking high. Right. I mean, like, he's, they have to like wait a bit so they can produce enough for these freaking things. Buddy, they're going to fly off the shelves. But he's cute. He's memeable. That's true. He's extremely He's everything meme-able. you
0: want in a character. Good
1: God, man. Um,
0: So Winta asks if she can play with the baby and Mandalorian says, sure. And then she feeds him and I think everybody in America was... Simultaneously jealous of the fact that she got
1: to feed the baby. Yeah. Um, so, so this is this this is a kind of a scene that it 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 touches on a topic that a lot of people who are fans of this show talk about, which is his helmet and how he takes it off. I mean, she's the one who says, "Hey, how often do you take off that helmet?" And he's just, you know snide ass. He's like, "Well, yesterday." No, I mean, like in front of people, right? And we find out that from what I from what I remember is that he hasn't taken his helmet off for somebody else since he was a kid, right? Which is it's got to it's got to be stinky up there. I don't know if oh yeah, it. I'm assuming he washes it, right? <laughs> and
0: this part's kind of funny because you know, Winta's like, can I take him? And she's like, taking him outside, and he's like, don't. And then Omera's like, they'll be fine. He's like, don't. They'll be fine. And it's like, well, <laughs> I'm here to like, I'm here because your village can't defend <laughs> yeah. themselves, your, and they get
1: your, your very existence is in grave danger all the time. But yeah, I'm sure he will be fine outside. Like, I you think know, that uh, I don't know.
0: I think we can maybe assume that maybe it's not super safe for this baby to be outside. But yeah. nonetheless, they're fine, and they kind of just talk about you know his backstory and how he can't take off his helmet.
1: But then, of course, he, as soon as he, they do that, they go you know she goes outside to play with the kids, and he takes off his helmet by right. himself. It's like all right. If she
0: like just turned around after their, <laughs> if any of them would have just
1: turned around, because
0: yeah, we see they go outside, or everybody but Mando goes outside, mm-hmm. and the Mandalorian you see him. Like you don't see his, you see him like shoulder down. Sure, he takes off his helmet. He's to eat, and he's like in front of like a little window area.
1: Pretty much in pretty sharp vision of everybody <laughs> else around <laughs> him. Much in broad there, daylight. Right. Like, okay,
0: if if they had just turned around, they would have seen him.
1: Well, because his whole mean, his whole idea of like why he doesn't take off his helmet it was in his words: "You can never put the helmet back on." which, right. Of course, he means you know that everyone knows who you are, but. So I just feel like I don't know how old this guy is. I'm gonna say 41.
0: There you
1: go. 41 years old, but he to do all that and then to be like ah, it's I mean maybe okay maybe he has a hunch as to when people are gonna be looking at him, but I don't know. It seems risky to me. That's all I'm saying. So Steve, yeah.
0: At this point, they're uh, they're checking out the Raiders. Like they're they're kind of like tracking things out. They're doing what they do. We can see the infrared. They're scoping the place out. Yeah. And then, Steve, guess what we discover? What? What did we discover, buddy? Man? It's not something you want to see when you're tracking <laughs> for raiders, buddy.
1: It's is, is, ATST footprints. No, anything but that. I mean, seriously, anything but that, though. So, real talk. Cara
0: Dune, being ex-Rebellion, she's like, "I'm out. I'm not messing with an ATST. They're very dangerous." Coward, cowardly. If you ask me. Which, I want to touch on one point: is that I'm glad that this episode kind of made fact that ATSTs are like super dangerous mm-hmm. and just like old imperial weaponry is very dangerous and not something to be messed with just because like in shows like Rebels and even like Return of the Jedi the ATSTs aren't really that big of a threat really like they seem to get taken down pretty easily and just be these like clumsy walkers right.
1: big lungering fools got it
0: like even the Ewoks were able to take them out pretty easily but I guess I mean I think it should be assumed that like maybe the Ewoks aren't as like defenseless just because mm-hmm. they're a little more primitive
1: plus they have strength in numbers
0: right but like there's the scene in return of the jedi where there's like a booby trap where there's two logs right and they come in that. and they smash the head of the atst there i don't traps. think they've got they can't i guess they can't do that at this village <laughs> well, there's Ewoks so, for it clearly right they should have called in the Ewoks but anyway uh-huh. um we cut to Kara and the Mandalorian and they're kind of just they're explaining to the village like guys, this isn't going to work out. We're leaving because...
1: Well, he's like, well, good. Or right, The bad news is you can't live here anymore.
0: Right. <laughs> like, wait a minute. And, you know, everyone's obviously outraged just because they're like, you know, our, our grandparents planted these seeds and these pods and, you know, we've been here for generations. We can't just move. Like, it's not going to work out like that. And, you know, Cardoon's like, I've seen this thing take out fleets of troopers and it's just, it's not good. You don't want to see it. You don't happen. want to mess with it.
1: Yeah, well... I guess they decide, well, I mean, can we can we take him out ourselves? And they go, well, I mean, no, you can't unless... But then, I guess you can't. <laughs> uh, yeah, they're unless like, we teach you. They're That's like, you a... can't
0: do it, but I guess you could. I
1: guess you could if we teach you. Then... So
0: we yeah. see them setting up like barriers made of big logs, and then Mando's teaching him how to shoot. He's got this like, whole little arsenal of blasters.
1: Do we know why? Well, because he asks, does anyone here know how to shoot? The, 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 the widower, she raises her hand. I mean... Can you assume that maybe that there's some backstory there that's worth looking into? Or is that kind of like a take it as it is, face value?
0: My thing is, like, do we need to spend time on it, you know? No,
1: I don't think so. I mean, it's it's odd to me that the only one person who can do it is her. Right. I mean, it it makes you wonder, like, if there's a history there, but they don't seem to really care about that. But, I I mean, I I can...
0: I can go, okay, she can shoot. Like, I don't really need oh, to yeah. know. I, no, I don't.
1: No, yeah, I, I, I'm with 100%. I don't, I'm sure I don't there's need to know who it. I people
0: are dying for backstory, and they probably want, like, this one woman to have her own show and her own trilogy of movies. <laughs> Disney will do it, man. But I can just assume, like, okay, she said she can shoot. She can shoot. She's probably got some kind of practice.
1: And that's totally fine. It's just, it's odd <laughs> to me that they even, like, you know, they create the need, the ability to wonder about that, you know? Right. It's like, right. hey. Fun anyway. little Easter
0: egg for you the blaster that like the rifle thing that she has, that's the same blaster rifle used by bounty hunter Bosk. Oh, who's got a big old place in my heart.
1: Yes. I know you're so a shout out Grant. to
0: Bosk. Um, so we get the little, would you call that like a montage of it's definitely a, it's, you know, them I mean, shooting to be at, fair, it's something we've seen a million, they're shooting at pots and pans before. and they make some like spears out of branches and twigs and sticks and all that. And then Very on you know, Cardoon showing them how to lunge with a spear and then they're ready, buddy. They're ready to go. That's, you only really need, like, a couple hours of training, and then you're ready
1: to take on the whole empire, the whole kit and caboodle of raiders, buddy. That's it. It does not take much, apparently. Now, this next scene, is, which is basically kind of like a... Uh, Mando and Cara and Dune, they go to a nearby... What do you want to call it? A camp? We call it a camp.
0: Right, the camp of raiders.
1: Camp raider camp. Yeah. Um, so they're just going there just to destroy... There seems to be some sort of blue goop.
0: I would assume it's like... Vats of blue goop. I would assume it's like the Star Wars equ- equivalent of, like, trucker speed. Okay. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe. I mean, it's just like... Uh, yeah. It's like crank. I don't know. Okay.
1: So what is something that, like, the... Okay. Because then, obviously, their whole intention is to go and destroy that, you know, within the tent. Right. Um, and they, I mean, to make a long story short, they do. They fight and uh, are able to blow up the tent full of blue goop.
0: Is that... Uh, so, the, yeah, they go into that, that like, hut, mm-hmm. and they place that thermal detonator... On the wall, which I would call like a heart rate detonator, because like it just goes faster and faster, and it makes you more and more nervous. You got like yeah. you got to get out of there, guys, because it's going faster and faster and faster, and then it's going to explode. But as they're doing that, some of the raiders come in and see them. Uh, big old fight ensues, buddy. It's messy.
1: Lives are lost, hearts are broken. So but in the end, they get what they need, which they I guess pretty, is yeah they the come out on top.
0: They get out of the hut just in time. It explodes, and then. We see the highlight of the episode. We see the head of the ATST raise up. You see like these demon red eyes on them, which was very cool because mm-hmm. we haven't really seen that before. Yeah, in Star I mean, Wars. I,
1: I wonder what the choice was, why they. I mean, hey, it's, it's great. Like, but I it's don't odd. know if
0: like maybe like did the Imperial ATSTs have that, or like did these raiders just like decide yeah. like let's add some red lighting just to just for a <laughs> dramatic effect. But I, I really liked the design they did on the ATST because it is a standard Imperial ATST. Mm-hmm. I assume that these guys just probably found it after the Galactic Civil War and, like, just took it for their camp. But, like, there's a different paint job on it and it's, like, all painted up and looks really cool for, you know, it just it, it looks like a, almost like a Mad Max design that they, like, you know, just graffitied it up and it's, uh, it's their it ATSC you know. It
1: looks like they've been using it to wreak right. havoc for a very long time. Um, so... Basically, they just, they, the whole idea is to lead that over to them right. to the to the uh, camp. I guess what do you call that? The main camp, not like the, the settlement. Settlement, sure, yeah. the settlement camp, um, where they are ready, ready, to, ready to roll. They got the the traps up. They've got the spears out. They've got the guns cocked ready to roll. Do you cock a laser gun? Yeah, why not? I'm so. sure why not. Um, yeah, I mean, then the, the that's the plan is to. Well, I guess their plan is when they lure it over. Is to have it step foot in one of the many kind of ponds in the area, right? Well, which were, is obviously were, much deeper.
0: One of the one of the things they were doing earlier during that montage is digging so that okay. the ATST could fall in one of the holes. It's like a water filled hole. Um, their whole camp has them. Mm-hmm. I assume that's probably where the shrimp live, the krill. Yes. Uh, but funny enough, like the ATST looks down and it's like I'm not going in there. Yeah. So it steps back and then it's firing at the village. It exp- it destroys a building. Uh, Things aren't looking good. They're firing back, but buddy, I got to be honest with you. Those blaster rifles are not cutting it. They're not cutting it. They're uh, they're just not really doing much against that ATST. I think they knew that was going to happen. So um, the raiders come in, and it's it's just not looking good for our village, buddy. Well, it doesn't look good for either of them because they're
1: getting slaughtered. The right raiders are getting slaughtered. I
0: don't think there's heavy casualties for the villagers. Thank thank God. No. Thank thank the man upstairs buddy because the Mandalorian upstairs, they, the Mandalorian what? upstairs, because those are some peaceful people and they're just trying to live their lives. Um, now where's Gittle during all
1: this. He's, <laughs> well, he's, elsewhere. he's, uh, he's out. you see
0: him cause they have the children. They're like in one of the huts and they're all kind of huddled together looking scared. And oh, as I didn't the glasses are flaring in they're <laughs> They're looking terrified. I don't blame them. <clears throat> Excuse me they're shooting back at the raiders. You see the the pulse rifle that the Mandalorian has, buddy, it's turning
1: people into piles of clothes again. I love that. Um, I, I just love the phrase pulse or pulse rifle. It's right. awesome. I think
0: I called it a disruptor rifle last episode, oh, but, yeah. but Cara Dune said, "Give me your
1: pulse rifle." Maybe maybe the pulse rifle's like a more like it's probably regional naming, <laughs> maybe. I'm going to call it There's regional. There's a lot of names naming. for
0: a lot of different things. Yeah. But uh, Cara Dune, she goes, "Give me your pulse rifle." She goes into one of those ponds and she's firing at the ATST, not really doing much again, but her purpose is to draw it into the water. And uh, eventually, she lands a shot right into the eye of the ATST. I and I assume cool. whoever's inside turned to fire. That in. was the
1: question I had where you right. was, Did you hit somebody inside? The answer looks like, Yeah. I mean, I think well, I saw so some clothes. So
0: there was people were speculating online like maybe they like rigged it up where it's like a droid inside of there or like you know some kind of like droid brain in there but i think it was two no, pilots no, cuz sure. it's it it's driven by two people yeah. and i think it's just two pilots that were in there but you just couldn't really see them
1: i think it's assumed that you know right. that it's piloted by two you know pilots so but to speak. she
0: does get one inside of there and it just lands right in the drink mando runs in with a detonator blows it up the clatoonian raiders they're on their way out buddy
1: they're they're dipping they're like heading for hell here. or high water I uh, no.
0: so we cut to a few weeks later
1: which to be fair to, the, to, to be fair to the criticism you would never know that was a really poorly done three was weeks that criticized? Later. It is by me right now. That's okay. <laughs> fair. To the criticism fair of you, the, brand new criticism. I mean, I just she says like, hey, or the Mandalorian at one point says, "Hey, you know, we caused some havoc a few weeks back." And right. Like, oh, but we raised you, hell. A- a yeah, weeks we ago. raised hell. My first thought when, when I first watched the episode, I was like, "Was he been here before?" Like, what? What do you mean? Like, right. the other people caused havoc. They didn't do a great job. No. Of uh. Showing the time passing—it's a minor thing. They, they could have used, you know, like a SpongeBob, like three weeks later, kind of thing. But man, eh.
0: maybe with with like the voice, like three, three weeks, weeks later. later,
1: yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, I would have liked that.
0: And Kara Dunes basically like, buddy, you could be taking off your helmet. You could be living with this widow and raise your kids in this beautiful little sanctuary area. Now,
1: now paradise, right? With even though these guys could build another one of these, but you know, I feel like it's not safe forever. You know,
0: but here we learn that. Mandalorian is gonna leave Yiddle in the safety of this village and he's gonna go on with his life. Which I kind of thought like might have been a nice point to I would,
1: I would have liked that that happened.
0: <laughs> I would have liked if like we if he could have like kind of part ways with Yiddle for a few episodes mm-hmm. and then maybe we see like, hey Mandalorian, they're trying to get Yiddle, you should come back here. Sure. But um unfortunately the plans change as Mandalorian is telling Omera that he's got to go we see a bounty hunter with a tracking fob he's in the forest and then we see what could be one of the worst images of star wars of, of anything really i and, mean in all of star wars most we see the crosshair of his rifle it's aimed right on yiddle's head i mean my
1: god he's about to take the dome first shot. first of all to be fair yiddle's head is huge right it'd be, it'd really be a hard pretty to miss easy that kill shot. yeah um really not expecting you know uh, a uh, dynamite marksman here you know it cuts away. We hear the blast.
0: Is it Yiddle? Is it the Mandalorian? No, your, your it's the bounty. Sinks. It's the bounty hunter. He got shot by Cara Dune from behind. And like, then nice plot twist. Kind that's of. That's where the Mandalorian realizes they've been tracked. They can't stay on that planet anymore. Man, can't be done. They gotta can't go. And so for there's a very sad goodbye. All the kids are sad to see Yiddle leave because they because yeah. It's like can't blame him. It was kind of fun to see him like interacting with kids, and he's yeah. probably happy to like not be on the run for once and like not have like all these very adult situations being happening to him. Like the empire trying to like extract his little yiddle DNA. And there's a
1: lot of TV MA when he's more of a TV Y seven kind of guy, you know?
0: And that's, and that's what we were getting at. But unfortunately we're going back to MA next week. I'm sure. Uh, where I, that's I what we'll pick week. off, we'll pick up uh, next, next. Right, but so episode. just
1: talking about the episode itself. I mean, sure. did you did you like this episode? Do you think where would you put this and like the you know is this worse? Is, a, is this a lesser episode? Is this a more positive?
0: So. It wasn't my favorite, as I'm sure that's no surprise. I don't think it's anybody's favorite. No, the Um, the
1: criticism has been uh, rampant, which is, I mean, I don't understand that, to be fair. There has
0: been a lot of criticism that it's not the best episode. It's been, it was a little slower. Like, I don't, mean, I think the point of this episode is to maybe round the Mandalorian into being, like, a better person than maybe we thought.
1: Perhaps, because I think, the way that I have it right now, I think it's episode three, episode one... I think this episode and then episode two. Okay. That's a good. Only because I forgot what happens in episode two, but I'm pretty sure it's not the best. So I'm going off of that. That's my I could, ranking. I could
0: agree with that. I, I think there were a lot of strong points. in This episode, I think, the ATS was very cool to see. Yeah,
1: it's just nice to see all other... I mean, I know that a lot of people... Because, you know, again, this this whole show runs into that... It toes that line between, like, Hey, remember this? Hey, remember that? And also new shit. So I do like to see the AT... It's nice to right. see, you know, um, creatures, be it as it may. I think
0: other... I think previous episodes have been a lot bigger. Yeah. Where he's like... I just think a lot more has happened. This has been a little slower, where it's like condensed to one area. It's almost
1: like a bottle episode ish. It's a much more contained story than the bigger picture kind of thing. Which um
0: speaking of the episode itself, directed by Bryce Dallas Howard. That's right. Uh daughter of Ron Howard, and she's also a very famous actress in her own right. You've seen her in Jurassic World, you've seen
1: her in Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom. (laughs) Jurassic World Fallen
0: (laughs) Kingdom. I think the third one she'll be in. Oh yeah. I hope so.
1: I assume so. I mean, you can just assume that she's been watching her dad direct forever, and she just right. wants to get behind that. I hope. I mean, I, I I hope that she learns from this and directs more. I mean, I would like to see her. She even, did a good job for sure. Yeah, I mean, I would eat more TV. I would like her to. See, I mean, you know, I I feel like this is probably, um, the beginning for her of a directing career. I I hope so. I, mean, you know, now, I hope this isn't a one off.
0: If anybody's listening to us, this might be where they stop forever. But I've um. I wouldn't want to call it a rumor, but there's been articles online that's probably very much clickbait, but Ryan Johnson was asked on a podcast, like, if he'd like to direct The Mandalorian, and he just said if he had the time he would love to direct an episode. What are your thoughts on that?
1: I would love to see I know that this is gonna get us really in a lot of trouble, but I like Ryan Johnson. I want to see him direct an episode and write an episode of this show.
0: I mean, I think that would be great because I mean, like, think of I mean, okay, if you didn't like The Last Jedi, that's fair. But I mean think of Ozymandias from Breaking Bad. Yeah. I mean, like, with that style mixed in with, you know, because it's like, it's similar styles, just like...
1: Well, it it begs the question, like, do you want to see him tackle a chunk of a bigger story? Right. Like, on TV? I think absolutely yes.
0: Yeah. I mean, just for, I mean, you know, because everyone's saying, oh, it'd be ruined, and like, he'd kill
1: off Baby Yoda. I mean, well, make no mistake, the the internet would be insufferable for a long time if he were to do it, but... I mean you know I would like to see that now if I'm not mistaken they're already re- uh, filming episode or season two correct so this might be a season three thing or however uh, long they want to take this
0: they're giving Carl Weathers a crack at directing one of the episodes oh yeah yeah that's that. happening very
1: good I'm loving this kind of mixture of you know you've got you know, everybody under the sun you know different demographics and such um, Devin we're halfway through this, this season now
0: I know that's such a bummer it I just is. I hate the fact that it's like it's gonna be over soon
1: I mean by the time this, this year ends this will be you know the end of season one make I do wonder how long the hiatus will be between Season 1 and 2 because they're already filming Season 2. It's nice.
0: Would you assume, like... I mean, I think everybody would love, like, a summer... Like, a June release. I don't think that's happening. But, like, I I, think next fall for sure. I
1: think you're right. But I'm interested in seeing how they they work with this with, like... Remember, next fall is Falcon and Winter Soldier. Do they want to have these two side by side or do they want to stretch them out? I mean, Disney's kind of in control here. I mean, it's...
0: I think... At this point it's it's all going to Disney anyway. So sure. they're in competition with themselves, so yeah, that's a good you know, point. you go watch the next Mandalorian, you go watch Falcon and Winter Soldier. And then don't forget we've got the Obi Wan Kenobi coming out and that's right. is that twenty twenty one? Has that been confirmed? Oh, yeah. I mean I don't
1: think they've even have a day. I am assuming it'll be twenty twenty one, even and though then, that, that, that year is gonna be packed with Disney shows <laughs> To
0: your dismay, uh you probably forgot that they've got the Cassian Andor like K two SO show coming out. The what? <laughs> For Rogue One. Um
1: Oh, yeah, I mean, it's, listen, you know, I, I, you know, you know me, I'm a, I'm a Disney show. I'm happy for anything. There you I don't go. care what it is. I'm excited for all of it. We're and, Disney
0: shows who are not getting paid, unfortunately. Exactly, yeah,
1: unfortunately, not yet, anyway. Um, and I will say that I do like, and I think that one thing that this, this show has really proven to a lot of people, and to Disney, we all love this, the, the uh, episodic weekly release, yeah. rather That's than dropping been, it's been it all. nice to have something to look forward to. It's because if we if we got it all at once, we'd be done by now. It would just be like another movie, a long movie. Right. I would like that they're able to, you know, because this is the first, you know, it's the it's first nice live it's, action. It's
0: Friday. You've got the weekend up ahead. Yeah. You've got The Mandalorian.
1: Yeah. So. And I, with that, I think that's yeah. about all, to we come.
0: Can, all we've touched on on Chapter 4. That's Steve, about it. It, was, it was great chit-chatting with you, as always.
1: How about you and I go get a nice Star Wars meal after I this? I think
0: that's... Um, bone broth's on me, buddy. <laughs> all right, break out the credit card. <laughs> all right.